0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode. I'm having on for her second time, Amanda Kenberg, and I want to keep this intro nice and quick and just tell you that Amanda and I really just sit down and talk and I had a very enlightening conversation with her about life, self-worth, and the ways of finding a reason to live. We get very serious in this episode and I really like it and I think you will too. So please enjoy the conversation because you will surely gain something from this episode. say something that i say to you all the time um and i've been meaning to say i've been meaning to not just say but like you know write it down or something for you um you're doing you're doing a lot you know that and i know you know that and i talk about all the time you're very proud of yourself even if you don't want to admit it Mm -hmm. you let's list some things okay that you're doing right now First of all, you're welding or trying to weld or learning yeah, to weld. I'm learning. You're learning to <laughs> weld.
1: <laughs> I'm successful sometimes.
0: That's that's big. Yeah. And you see, uh, and uh, it, when I think about it on my own, I like tend to cry because I'm in love with you, you know. And um, I remember you actually crying or being like being so upset. Your your like breath was like shuddering and you, know, you couldn't breathe and. About this job, about that job, about if, if this boss would uh give you a raise or let you take off or hire you or your coworker would cover you, or you wanted this really bad, you wanted that really bad, um and you were so worried about so much stuff, mm-hmm. and I watched you go through so many jobs, and I've watched you go through so many people and do so many things, and you were always so outrageously worried it's always very upsetting and it's not a burden on me like mm-hmm. it, it was upsetting it's no, just i tend to over no no, 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 things no no it's just it was upset it was upsetting seeing you upset because i loved you right and to see where you are now it's it's just it means a lot it's very cool mm-hmm. and i and i really like that because like i maybe emotionally you'll remember like, somewhere inside of you, but you might not remember each instance the way I do Mm. because you don't have to remember them, but I kind of do because we're on two different sides of this. Every instance where you would call me upset because you were worried about the future, Mm. um, and I'm talking about, like, from five years ago. Yeah. Like, I remember almost every single time and... You've grown so much. I was talking to JJ about that when he was here. Mm -hmm. And they all agreed, JJ and his girlfriend. um,
1: Well, yeah, well, him too, because I've known him nearly a decade. Yeah.
0: Do you, and I say this to a lot of people, say it to Bella a lot, um, you you don't realize you're working hard until it's over, you know, until you reflect upon it. Do you realize that you've been working hard? Yes and no. But
1: why no? Well, I would say no because it, I'm just the person that thinks there's always up there's more people working <laughs> harder than me. But also because like but also I understand that like that's different because in retros like in perspective to my life, you know, I'm working hard. But I also feel like sometimes I'm going in circles, but <laughs> hon- yeah, honestly, like the past like 3 weeks though have been like a turning point I feel like because this is the first time where I actually quit a job for a priority I now have. Yeah. Instead of changing a job for a better priority that I might have, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm going to clarify. I quit my full-time job um, a week ago to prioritize welding because I was not, I had zero time to apply to apprenticeships, to even think about apprenticeships, to go to the gym, to take care of myself. And the company is not a bad company. But it was way too much for me, because mm-hmm. that's not my that's not my priority, you know. Like I got that job because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Now I know I want to do, it and I have a direction, and I have to prioritize. Well, prioritize. It.
0: That's one of the things I remember when I was in college, and how scared you were and worried that you weren't going to get that job, and you got it. and You were so happy, you were so yeah. excited, like you cried because you worried you wouldn't get it. Get weren't going to get it. You cried when it was over because you did get it. Like
1: yeah. <laughs> and then I got upset because I was just like. Uh, when I was leaving, because I was bettering myself. Yeah. like I always do that, that to myself. It's just
0: that... It's... I feel... I imagine this is... And I don't want to compare myself to a parental figure at all. Obviously. That'd be mm-hmm. so weird. But I, I imagine this is the way parents feel when they watch their child grow up. Because a parent knows, you know basically how life is going to go, for the most part. I mean, like, things change, times change, uh, culture changes, they don't know everything. But for the most part, they kind of know how life is going to go. And they know um, the feelings you're feeling because they felt them before. And, you know, watching you go through everything you were going through, I, I knew it was going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it just hurt a lot watching you hurt. All of that pain, and I'm not saying pain is necessary for this, but all of that pain you went through of just not knowing, not understanding, um, it all paid off mm-hmm. a lot. And you're not done yet. Obviously, mm-hmm. you still got a long way to go. Yeah. But I think the the biggest revelation you had, the biggest piece of life that you were gifted was Knowing what you want to do. And even if it's only what you want to do for, like, the next decade. Right. You got such a large piece, and you're happy with it. Yeah. And you're good at it.
1: I think I also, like, I came to terms with being okay with not knowing everything that might that's going to happen. Yeah. Because that's my, I don't like, not that I don't like change. I don't like n- not knowing what's going to happen next. I don't like not knowing, you know, like, I don't like feeling like, that I can't fill in all the holes yeah. right now. And so I think I kind of just, like, told myself, like, well, you're just going to have to fucking deal with it for a little bit because that's how it's going to be. Yes. You know, because I don't know if I'm going to get an appra- a paid apprenticeship right away full time. I don't know if I'm going to have to go through almost all of schooling. I might have to finish school completely, you know, and stick with a part-time job or whatever that f- better suits me so I can take care of myself um, mentally and physically because that's the main problem as to why I left. You know, yeah, because I was prioritizing just working as opposed to prioritizing myself and priori- prioritizing school, you know, and the things that can come out of school. Yeah. You know, and then like when I missed those two opportunities that I told you about, I was just like, I need to change this. Yeah. You know, like I couldn't apply for them and I had to change it right then and there.
0: Yeah, uh, it's.
1: And, like, my boss was, like, obviously, like, he's, like, I understand, like, and he apologized for, like, asking so much, you know, like, the hours and all that. Well, I
0: mean, like, uh, I th- I it, r- it really upsets me, yeah. Go ahead, finish.
1: No, and, uh, but the woman that hired me for the position, my uh-huh. advisor was, like, dude, fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> and I love her so much for that. And, I like, the woman that I did do- did work with, uh the two girls there, or two women there, um they're like no we still want to go like you know we want to see you like we want to know what's up like keep in touch with us you know so yeah um it was nice to be you know pushed into the my direction from my coworkers who are now my you know my ex coworkers so to speak but yeah. they're still my friends and like meg like she texted me the other day and she's like hey i hope everything's going you know how it's supposed to be like sc- hope school's okay like it was just nice to see that you know cuz i haven't had the best um departures from work for one reason or another. Not the gyms, but like retail and stuff. And it was just like, you know, y- they acted like you were throwing a grenade in their lap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, bro, I'm not supposed to be here forever. <laughs> you know, like this isn't my my end-all be-all.
0: Yeah, it drives me insane. Not even you know, like employers expecting you to stay on, stay on with them. That's not what drives me insane. I think mean, that's upsetting. It's annoying. Yeah. But what drives me insane is that The life we lead, the life most people lead, is one of, uh, you know, a lot of hard work with almost zero payoff. Um, For most people, the payoff uh, tends to be their children, Mm -hmm. that they're able to continue their legacy with their children. Um, And this is, in the grand scheme of things, and I mean, like, evolutionarily, like, societally, like, it's going to sound very selfish, because it kind of is, I guess, but I think, and I think this is an American thing, where we want to be individuals,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and in the grand scheme of things, that seems so ridiculous because we're only going to be alive for like barely any time at all. Yeah. Um. So it's like our culture revolves around you know working hard and dying. It revolves. So. It
1: revolves about around like this weird like selfishness.
0: It's like yeah. And yeah cuz like this the problem is we ha- we try so hard when it comes to like in college in schools whether it's trade or other um we try so hard put so much money into pe- finding a way for people to work and finding a way for people to survive but we have no money we have no we're not trying to figure out how to get people to want to survive
1: right it's just that they have to yeah because it it
0: <laughs> serves a bigger purpose you know yeah. the the continuation of our, you know, species, of our, you know, culture, of our society. It's w- just as upsetting.
1: Yeah, and I also think that it definitely is a more American thing, and it's more of an American thing or social media-esque thing to be like, you have to be the best, the number one, the best. It'd be nice. You sh- Well, yeah, but you show, <laughs> like, you show, like, only the good parts, and you do this because you want to show this person that you're doing so good, and it's, like, this weird validation that doesn't come directly towards you. It's always, like, I don't know, it's weird. Like, I was listening to uh, the, the comedy podcast I listened to, The Basement Yard. Yeah. And they were actually talking about, like, those, like, self-help people that are just, like, full of bullshit. Like, I, and I used to, I actually agree with what Frankie was saying. He's, like, with Gary V, you know, that guy, that inspirational dude. Yes. Who just, like, stands on a stage and, like, yells at people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he is so wealthy from doing that, but he doesn't tell you how to do it. Yeah, he's just like you need to be better.
0: Well, and that's it. You,
1: you he just says you got to work hard, you got to sleep, you got to drink water, well, <laughs> stuff the, like that. Even it's the, so even weird. The
0: thing, like I want to say a couple things to what you said. Um, first of all, I, I I agree with you for the most part. Um, I did, not just him. I'm just I, no, saying, no no like, no no. But I, I think you know the being the best, being number one. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think glorifying being the best is a bad thing but no, i do but I do think we get into you know dangerous territory when we're afraid to ask for help mm-hmm. and and when we're afraid to um try something different and when we're afraid to try again mm-hmm. um that's where like the toxicity comes from not not from wanting to be the best but then also um I don't know much about Gary Vee, but
1: I don't either, but I'm just saying, like you. No, know but what I'm, I'm
0: about. not. I'm not going to talk about him. Yeah, I'm using him. As, uh, I'm. I'm moving on to something different about trying to mentor people. Mm-hmm. Um, like if be- Jeff Bezos was going to mentor somebody, he wouldn't be able to tell somebody what to do, right? Because that time has passed. He exactly. got very lucky. Exactly. Um. So Gary Vee could be very motivational, and a lot of the things he says. Could be true on a like foundation level, yeah, like but a Like very basic level, yeah. And it's like you know this guy's right, right. I need to um, it's it. I'd probably be really good for me to wake up early and read more.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, you know he's right, but yeah. I mean like you're not gonna get much substance out of that because exactly. you, you got to figure it out on your own. So and look. Like, you just got finished reading a self-help book. Like, mm-hmm. self-help is is really good. I mean, like, you, if you find something good for a good person, good book, but... Um, but there
1: are far and few between. But then also... they are actually good.
0: And the scariest part is... And, the, and this is the problem I have. The scariest part is that you have to do it on your own. Like, you have to figure out self-worth on your own. Whereas mm-hmm. you do not have to figure out what your job's going to be on your own. Because... Right. They have, you know, college, they have um guidance counselors, uh they have uh life coaches, like they have yeah. people Or you just have people in your own and life. They, and they yeah, people in your own they have people and they have structures there and things ready to help you figure out what your career is going to be. Right. Because yeah, obviously you need money, you need to sustain yourself. But like no one's out there saying, "Hey, let's make sure you you want to live." You know, I have the I have yeah. I made this list actually. They, um you know, I'm going to go get it. G- so give me one second. In your ABCs while while I'm gone. So it's just on my desk. Give me give me one second. Alright, I'm coming. Okay. Um I don't even it's funny that we got into this. I um there's these two questions they you gotta ask people sometimes. It's it's like first question is, you know, actually, let me – I was talking to my friend. I was talking to John, and we were trying to come up with the pillars of hobbies. Mm-hmm. And if you have a passion, if you enjoy something, what are the pillars that make up a hobby? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we went on Google. We looked up stuff, and we find, we're trying to figure out, like, okay, what's the definition of hobby? What's the definition of pleasure? What's this, this, and that? We're trying to get a concrete answer as to whether something is or is not a hobby. And I wrote down these pillars of hobby or hobbyism or whatever. And um, there's investment, excitement, and community. So there's three pillars. And each pillar has sections. You don't need all sections, but you should try to have at least one of each. So in investment, there's investing money in something you enjoy doing, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Investing time. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you have to do it to do it at all. And investing your thoughts. When you're not doing it, you're thinking about it. Right. It's not just when you're there. Yes. So you need to have one of those. Then there's excitement. You're eager to do it. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You're prepared to do it. And you're planning to do it. You might never be able to do it, but you're always trying to find time. Mm -hmm. You need one of those. And then there's community. There's share. means you want to share what you're doing with other people. Even if it's like on an online forum where they don't see your face. right. And then there's find others. Find others that also do what you do. Right. So if you have one from each of these pillars, that's a good hobby. Yeah. The most important probably being time and plans, perhaps. But uh, yeah. that's a different discussion. But then at the bottom of all this, I ask one more question. And this question comes from me trying to ask myself, Right. What are my hobbies? What are my values, my interests, skills, pursuits, and wants? Mm. And at the bottom, it says, how will you live? The answer is, by any means necessary. And the other question is, why will you live? And that's a very hard question to answer.
1: Now, is the, like, are you saying, is the why open-ended, or is it towards the hobbies?
0: No, it's open-ended. So, I was just trying to find uh, the pillars of hobbies, because... You need a why to live. Mm-hmm. You need a reason you want to get up. And hobbies is a placeholder for a passion, for right. something that makes life worth it. So what is your why to live, even though it might change tomorrow? Um, so for hobbies, you might need one of each of those things from each pillar.
1: Right. The only thing is that fit that. Um, the pillars or whatever you want to call them would be. like, And it's fun. like in my personal life is my... The only sport I've done, which is martial arts, you know, boxing, whatever you want to call it, and welding. Yeah. You know, because I don't, you know, I don't want to be in healthcare. That's why that doesn't fit that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to...
0: Yeah, well, let's go over th- this for you. Well, yeah, no, that's
1: what I'm saying is, like, the two things that I do the most now are, you know, reflect all that. So,
0: so Okay, so sense. an investment for whatever, whether whatever, whatever it is. You want to talk about... Welding, do you want to talk about? Fitness, what do you want to talk about? Let's go through this. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, they're both pretty equal. Investment, which one do you have? Money, time, thoughts, or do you have all three or all two or whatever? I have
1: all three for both.
0: Okay. Because
1: I invest money at the gym. I invest money through my welding class, and then I invest. Your thoughts. The thoughts elsewhere all the time with both.
0: Okay. Excitement, eager, prepared, and plans.
1: Yeah, all three of them.
0: Community, share, find others. Yeah. So that's a good hobby. Yeah. That's a good passion. Yeah, either or yeah. Because if you're missing one of these things, it's because okay, if you're if you're eager, prepared and plans, but you don't have time, you never think about it, and you don't have the money to put into it, it's not a good hobby or passion. And you probably Mm -hmm. really don't honestly like it that much. If you just have money, time and thoughts, but you're not eager to do it, that means you're probably depressed. If you like doing it but you never want to do it. You're too tired, you're always making you're probably depressed. You probably gotta fix something else. Um, if you have money, time, thoughts, you're eager, prepared, and plans but you never want to talk about it with right. other people. That's awesome. You don't want to find a community. Yeah. Are you ashamed of it? Right. You shouldn't be ashamed of something you're in love with. Right. And there's a chance where it's a really good hobby. Maybe you should try to open up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So there is some leeway, but for the most part, it's like a, it's like a good way to find it out what is. you're passionate about.
1: And that's the thing too, is I feel like a lot of people like hobbies are great. Like you can have as many hobbies as you want. Um, But it's like, when do you turn or, you know, when do you transition from hobby to a, perf- like a, like, possibly, like, a career or, you know, something to actually make it tangible
2: yeah.
1: um, into something that's, like, meaningful.
0: So this is where this started. I was talking to John, and I was like, so, John, I've been trying to figure out life. So I made one, two, three, I made six boxes, and I'm trying to figure out what the, who I am. Mm-hmm. First box is hobbies. I said this before, I'm going to say it again. Second box is values. Third, interest. Fourth, skills. Fifth, pursuits. Sixth, wants. So let's go through those with you. What are your hobbies?
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? No, it's funny. No, I mean, obviously, my, uh, my fitness, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know, like my working f- out, man. Yeah, working out, yeah. exercise, whatever. Um, welding is a newer hobby, but it's more career based uh-huh. at this point. Um, I don't, I don't know what else you would call a hobby. I mean, for me, anything
0: can be. Remember, hobby was just a placeholder for the word passion. I I
1: make jewelry, but I'm not truly, like...
0: Then that's a pastime. See, there's a difference between a hobby and a pastime. I make it when I feel like it, not when I have to. Yeah, this is one of the biggest, like, corners of this whole conversation, that there's a difference between a hobby and a pastime. A pastime is something you do because you're waiting to get somewhere or to finish something. Like, when you're in a doctor's office and you're playing a game on your phone, it's not a hobby, it's a pastime. Or if, you know, you got off work early and you got, like, an hour before you have to go to sleep, like I'll play a video game or I'll yeah, watch yeah. a movie. That's a pastime. That's not a hobby. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a difference between a pastime and a hobby. So jewelry making is probably a pastime, more so for you at least yeah. right now. I
1: mean, yeah. Like I still like invest in it a little bit, but yeah. it's not to the point where I'm like I have a schedule for it or anything. Yeah. So
0: okay, so we found your hobbies. Mm-hmm. A lot. A lot of people don't have any. So two is good. Mm-hmm. What are your values? And let me give you. I'll give you some examples if you need them. So let me know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just gonna. Do. No. 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 So okay. So okay. I value logic, discipline, stoicism, power, control, happiness, fulfillment, purpose, joy, companionship, character, love, strength, time, freedom, leadership, meaning, the ability to think. You could value I would anything. Say I probably value all those. But I mean. but try but to stay mean? away from tangible things like physical objects. Yeah. What are your values
1: pertaining to the hobbies or no?
0: To life. To life. To life.
1: I mean prob like literally probably just that list. I mean it's yeah. pretty hard not to be it's hard for those not to be values.
0: Well, do you think you can give me three that you that you definitely um in whatever you say, everyone including myself knows that they can change in an hour. So mm. I mean 'cause I'm I'm dropping a bomb on yeah, you right I here. I value so.
1: creativity. Okay, you value my, creativity. For myself personally. If there's no creativity in something, I don't want to do it. Okay, give me two that's, more. That's why that job was so difficult for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's um, trading. Uh so I would say creativity, independence in it to wha- not not oh I could do it by myself. You, va- you value independence. Yeah, not okay. that I can do it by myself, but that I you have the choice. I have the choice to do it by myself. Gotcha. Um, and honestly, and probably just like respect within that. Just respect is ge- in general. Gotcha. Like I feel like a lot of people don't really understand. Um the magnitude of respect. Mm-hmm. You know, and like if they have it for somebody or not. Um what like if I you know I mean like if somebody says that, oh, they respect this person. Okay, that's great. Like that's awesome. But then if they say they don't respect someone, I think that hits a lot harder. Or if they or yeah. if they're not if they don't get the magnitude of disrespect almost. Like even if it's just like
0: I, under- I think I understand what you're saying. Like,
1: even if it's just, if it's just well, I don't undermining somebody or whatever, that's like a huge thing for me. If
0: someone says they don't respect you, the person receiving that statement probably doesn't care, though.
1: That or I don't like when people are saying, oh, I'm not disrespecting you. I'm just saying this. Yeah, no, that's stupid. And yeah, I'm like, I no, d- you're disrespecting me. You don't me. get to choose if right. you're disrespecting me. Right. I do. right.
0: That's stupid. It's like it's when really someone says I'm not. It's an a- gaslighting. It's when someone says I'm not an asshole. It's like you don't get to decide that. The people around you <laughs> get to decide I'm, that. I'm a nice guy, I swear. Yeah, it's like <laughs> get the hell out of here. You don't, you don't. You don't get to decide that. Right.
1: You don't decide that.
0: Um. So that's what I mean. So. Okay. But those are so those are your, so those are three, your three values. What are you going to say though?
1: But I, I was going to say obviously a lot of those also. Yeah, of
0: course. And if you have any more as we go on, mm-hmm. say them. So what are your interests? It could be a small. Or large as you want them to be, anything. I'm mean, like you could put your hobbies there, obviously.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean besides those two besi- I would,
0: you know. besides those two, you could they 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 are a part of your interest though. Mm-hmm. I mean, like while you, you know, cogitate, which is a word. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. Um, jewelry making is an interest of yours, although you don't do it all the time. Yeah. Music.
1: Yeah, music. Um, concerts. Concerts. Nutrition. Nutrition.
0: Teaching, you teaching, like to teach people.
1: Yeah, teaching. Um, what was the other one that I was going to say? Um, uh, I don't know, like helping people better themselves,
2: mm-hmm.
1: educating people. Yeah. Um, on certain things that I, that I know, I'm good at educating at, not just anything. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, just being. Myself is. Generic as that sounds okay because sometimes you're in situations where you can't be and it's really annoying
0: <laughs> so now we're gonna get into um, a question that you might feel awkward answering because you might not enjoy being very uh you, you know might want to talk you might not like talking about yourself so positively it sounds like boasting mm-hmm. but get over that just for right now skills what are your skills what are you good at
1: uh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think you're
0: good at? I don't care what anyone else I has don't. ever said, even um, if it's me. Yeah. What do you think you're good at? Even if I say, Amanda, I think you're so wrong, like, after the show, I don't give a shit. What do you think you're good at right now? What do you think you've ever been good at? Something you don't even practice. Something you know you're innately good at or a skill you've picked up over time. Mm-hmm. What is it? Multiple things. Um, Go ahead. I- I'm, you're You're... I could, ant- listen, the only reason why I can answer for you is because I'm your boyfriend. That's the only reason <laughs> I why know. I know you well enough to answer for you. And I'll give you some, but try to come up with some on your own.
1: I don't know, because, like, I mean, the things that I see that I'm good at are the, one- the things that I do the most, obviously, because I practice them.
2: So yeah, I'm not yeah. going
1: to say welding it, because I'm not good at that. <laughs> but um, I'm learning to get better. However, I do feel like I'm good slash decent at my sport.
0: See what you just said right there? It's not what I'm asking for. I know. It's not what I'm asking for. (laughs) I know. Be very serious with that. I want you to remove yourself from your body and look Mm -hmm. at you from the outside. Okay? Seriously. Look at yourself from the outside. What are you good at? I mean, like, you're a hard worker. Mm -hmm. And you know you are. Because you've said it before. Mm -hmm. So, you're very persistent. You're disciplined. Okay? Mm -hmm. Are those skills? Yes. What are you good at? I was, to say, me.
1: I was gonna say like i didn't think of that but i am disciplined you are disciplined yeah
0: you're adaptive mm-hmm. you you want you want things you know mm-hmm. you have desires you know you're not someone that's gonna just say no so a skill for that like in one word or a few would be you know like i i guess i said it before i guess uh persistence mm-hmm. i mean like yeah <laughs> you said fitness, right, yeah, because you're good at knowing you know how your body works mm-hmm. you're good at being able to uh explain to people how their body may work mm-hmm. you know you're this is actually kind of a joke, but not a joke at the same time. You're really good at reading so fast, <laughs> <laughs> you read so outrageously fast, it really makes me angry <laughs> 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 um I'm not like a speed reader, even or anything. like that though even yeah. even I think like I'm that. a good friend you're a good friend that's. Say whatever you want, even if someone's going to disagree with you. Mm -hmm. You know, what else are you good at? I mean, like, you're good at listening Mm -hmm. when you need to listen, you know?
1: When it's not about me. (laughs) It's about someone else. No, you're
0: good at listening when it's about you. At least when I'm talking to you. Well, yeah. You know?
1: Because the way you approach things is easier for me to...
0: Well, I've never seen somebody else talk to you, like, about you. Yeah, I know what you mean. So I don't really know. Um...
1: I feel I like I feel like I'm just good at like letting things go too. I used to hold grudges really bad. Yeah. But now that like I'm not 18 anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like
1: I just I don't get angry. You know, like I get frustrated and stuff, definitely. But I don't get like angry. Yeah. You know, like at small things. Like I feel like a lot of people do. Yeah. You know, like. Somebody's like, ah, oh, this thing happened." Blah, I'm like, "All right." Yeah. You know. You just All right. Yeah. Like, By the way, notice
0: so. notice that I, I, I did not put in this, these six boxes what you're not good at, because that's not what this is about, mm-hmm. just so you know. So,
1: Not only that, I feel like that's what, like...
0: Because we're trying to figure out what your life purpose is with yeah. these six boxes. But right?
1: not only that, I feel like a lot of people do that anyway. Yeah. Just in general, they just say, like, what they're bad at, so... So... Changing the perspective is helpful.
0: All right, so for instance, when it comes to skills, too, there could be a lot, a lot of other things, like, if you're a good speaker... You're I think speaker. I'm better than what I used to be. Okay, you're you a good learner?
1: Depending on the learning, uh, the way I'm learning. Have you been a I'm good a learner? G- I'm a good hands-on learner.
0: Okay, you're a good hands-on learner. See, this is what I'm talking about. These skills. Yeah. Right. You keep thinking about it while we move forward, <laughs> including the values. If you got more values, mm-hmm. okay. Pursuits. What are you pursuing? This is the uh, fifth box. Welding.
1: Yeah, welding career.
0: Welding career. Right. It's kind of hard to have more than one. So. Yeah. Your pursuits are welding. What are your wants? Um, This is the sixth and final box.
1: Well, I want to be financially stable. Financially stable, okay. You know, I want to actually enjoy my job every day and then not be the same thing. Now, when I mean the same thing, I know I'm going to be welding, but, like, I'm not just going to be welding the same fucking cube for 60 years. Yeah. You know, like, I need variety. Otherwise, it's not going to be fun. Yeah. You know, I need variety. I can't do, I can't do that. You know, I can't, it can't be monotonous. Yeah, no, it'd be. I awful. can't sit in a cubicle all day.
0: What else do you want? I mean, it's n- it has nothing to do with your job, about you, about Amanda, about your life. What, mm. anything else? Want to add it to the, the pile of let me think about it?
1: I want a naked cat. You <laughs> want a naked
0: cat? That's a want, man. That's a want. You want a naked yeah. cat? A s- I
1: don't want to live in New Jersey.
0: Don't want to live in New Jersey. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. You're on a roll now.
1: No, I just want to live like a simpler life. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by simpler, not, like, my life is, my, you know, a million things. I'm saying, like, a simpler life as in not where we live here, where it's, like, you got 92 things fucking going on every day. Yeah. Next door, you know, like, or down the road. Like, I want to, like, just be. You want to travel? Somewhat.
0: Somewhat? Do you want to um, eat new foods, go to new places, go to, uh, wa- you know, watch new movies, learn new languages? You want any, what do you want? What else? Before we move on.
1: I mean, yeah, experience different things in different places, Mm -hmm. sure. But, like, I just don't want to aimlessly go to places. Gotcha.
2: You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason behind it. So
0: would you say you've got your wants pretty down currently? Yeah. Okay. So then we have, we finished the six boxes. Mm -hmm. And now we have the last two questions. Which are, why do you live? And how will you live? And after all that time, if you spent an entire week trying to fill these six boxes. Like if if you went to like a therapist and you went to them every single day, seven days. Day one, you spent five hours talking about your hobbies. You went through Mm -hmm. the pillars of hobbies. Mm -hmm. Day two, you talked about values. And then day three, interests. And you did all these for six days, each day for five hours. You spent a lot of time. And on day seven, why do you live and how will you live? even though you spend so much time, tr- time trying to figure out these six boxes, for some reason, it's still really hard to justify any answer for either of these, at least for the why. Yeah. But would you be able to say, even if it's not going to be the, the same answer forever, do you have a why currently? or you? If you don't, that's fine. Trying to figure it out, that's fine. But would you have something that makes you want to Do it to do anything, it's hard, right? Yeah, I don't know because. And I was, you know, I was talking to John about this.
1: I was gonna say, I don't know, I just, I'm one of those people that like just doesn't want to feel useful, but like I don't just want to sit around and do nothing, you know.
0: And I think that's it's
1: because some people are totally fine with that, and I'm not. Yeah, that
0: blows my mind. Yeah, I know, it's really weird. That blows my mind when you've got. One of my friends from high school, I haven't talked to him, I mean, like, since sophomore year. Mm -hmm. Adam knows him. And they were saying, or Adam was saying that, like, he is okay, which, God bless him, I kind of wish I was him. Adam was saying that uh, this kid is so okay with working a desk job in a cubicle for the rest of his life, going home to watch movies, going to sleep, working, going home watch movies, go to sleep, If that's fulfilling for him and he's like he he is happy, Mm -hmm. that he just won the game. Yeah. So if if his why to live was able to go home and watch movies, Mm -hmm. what an amazing and easy why. And I wish I had that. And
1: it's not even like he's being lazy because he's working. Nah,
0: no, he's not being lazy at all.
1: Yeah. So you can't even. And I don't like that argument either when people are like, "Oh, well, they're just lazy." Like it's not like he's working. If you were lazy, he wouldn't have a job.
0: Yeah, so, so I made this list because I'm trying to figure it out, right? Mm. And the why is always the hardest because a lot of the reason is even though. Amanda, you're doing so amazing, and you've got so many prospects, and you've got you're making new friends, you're meeting new people, you're doing new things even with the death comes lifting stuff like you mm-hmm. are doing so much amanda and I try to remind you all the time you I know. you do so much, <laughs> it's ridiculous and every month there's at least two or three things that like good things mm-hmm. that happen to you, and you don't realize it like, yeah. like 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 lucky lottery kind of things that happen to you. Mm-hmm. At least in the last, like, three months. It's been consistently good, 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 good. Because you're on the come-up right now. And even though you have all that, and even though you might not realize it, and you got people maybe like me to remind you, it's still very hard to answer why. And the reason why it's hard to answer that is because as soon as you answer that, you feel limited. You feel like you're chosen and you can't choose again. Which isn't true. But I think that's a lot of the reason why people fear that, you know, they don't ha- uh, They don't want to do it. Additionally, I've read about this somewhere, where when people are, like, depressed, and this doesn't have to go with depression, this can go with just being a, a human in general and not wanting to find your reason why. Mm-hmm. When people are depressed or they can't find the reason why, they usually tend to stay in that foggy state because yeah. if they eventually find a reason why to live, now they have to do something about it. Yeah. And that's scary. And no matter how much they want it, they're uncomfortable doing that why. Yeah. And that's where, full circle, it comes into, we have, you know, things that help people figure out how to survive, Mm -hmm. but no one's trying to help you figure out how to cultivate your why. Yeah. And although you can go see a therapist, you can, you know, reach out and talk to someone, which a lot of it is on you. You do need to, you know, do the work to look for somebody, but it's not as in your face and as loved and recommended as just being a part of the system
1: yeah it's not available like it should be it's not easily available to where it shouldn't even be a question where do i find help for this help for this you know like it should just be like oh i know where to get that and it's not um yeah a lot of this reminds me of the that book that i just read the yeah I'm not going to say anything about it, but the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I know you said that. Cody
0: yeah, or I don't want Amanda set. to tell me anything from the book because yeah. I want to read it myself. Yeah.
1: But I think it's it's one of those things where I didn't think I'd like it because the name. The name sounded
0: very pop culture-y. It's pretentious. Like, and it's yeah, because yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to say this right now. That other book, You Are a Badass, badass fucking garbage. Did you read it? I'm Yes.
0: What was it? What was it like?
1: I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> this woman was basically like, you're doing great. Everything's going to work out just fine. You just need to, like, get through the hard stuff. Like, she literally said, like, she didn't know what to do with her life, so she wrote a book. So why would I listen to somebody who doesn't know yeah, what to fucking s- do with her life?
0: Stupid.
1: Shut up. She made She got books. lucky. Her yeah, life is, I got look- lucky. Exactly. She had a <laughs> uh, trendy little title, You're a Badass, and every girl fucking bought it. Yeah, it's stupid. I didn't buy it. I borrowed it from somebody. <laughs> it was trash. It was the worst book I've ever read. It it was so like elementary. Yeah. You know, like I'm like this is like a first grade book right now I'm reading. And it's like I forgot how many pages. But do not read th- read that book. Do not read the you're going to make money or whatever fucking sequel she had.
2: <laughs> it's yeah.
1: equally as awful I heard. But um very elementary in my Opinion, but the subtle art of not giving a fuck is way better. Um, the guy's name is Mark Manson, the author. Yeah, and I don't know if he wrote anything else. I think he did. He
0: did. He's written uh, a few things. Yeah,
1: they're all on my list. Yeah, there's another one that o- that's called Unfuck Yourself, not by him. It's by somebody else, and I kind of want to read that too, but I don't know if that's gonna be like a decent book after read the reviews.
0: <clears throat> you know, oh, yeah. there's a, there's like, I don't want to use the word stigma because that sounds like so overdone, but there's a stigma against. Is self-help books like it's like bro shut up? It's because beca- it's because of books. The it's because of books like the badass one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: all the bad ones get the limelight, and then the good ones are like secondary. So everybody reads the shitty ones, and that.
0: Man, I don't know how many times I'm gonna r- so recommend. It. I don't know how many times I'm gonna recommend this book on the show. But man, *Search for Meaning* by yeah, Viktor Frankl is so fucking good. It is really good. The second half alone, when he exp- Sorry. When he ex. <laughs> when he explains. How you might you could potentially be this kind of character yeah. or this kind of character. Yeah. He gives a each a description for each kind of person there is or ever will be. It's so fucking good.
1: That's like the greatest self help book. That's not even really a self help book. Yeah. Like, like marketed as one. Yeah. Um but I read that thing in like two days too. It's great. Yeah, it's
0: two hundred and fifty one pages. Yeah.
1: But um the you know who actually mentions that book? Who? Yeah. Uh Damian Eccles. I think you told me that. Yeah. You need to read the Life and Death book. Um, yeah. I'm gonna if anybody knows what I'm talking about, any of like crime people out there and whatnot, um, the West Memphis three, Damian Eccles, he was wrongfully accused.
2: That was oh. a crazy story. It's
1: nuts and it boggles my mind to this day. <laughs> I still like like I follow him on Instagram and everything is crazy. Um recently he actually posted about how the um I think it's like the states I forgot who it was, but he was asking for more evidence to be tested because yeah, you told me this, Everything yeah. is so different now. And the state, I forgot who said it to him, but somebody in the criminal district in that state. Yeah. I don't know. Criminal <laughs> district. I don't, I don't know what the technicalities there, there's are. A, there's an entire town of criminals He, he literally criminal was like, he's like, yeah, uh, the evidence is destroyed and can't be recovered. So he basically lied to him for the past 10 years and said that they couldn't do it when he well knew that the evidence didn't even exist anymore yeah it's garbage so anyway there's a book called life after death by Damien eccles and it's amazing and it is a self help book in my perspective um because i feel like
0: well, most books that are like about like what is it, autobiog- autobiography what's what i this? guess most books about a non fiction human being are pretty basically self help books yeah
1: but i mean when you know when it's it's like his life on death row and, like, how he got through that. Because he was on death row for fucking 13 years. Yeah. And w- wasted his life.
0: I mean, like, he's doing great now. Well,
1: yeah, he is. But he has, like, permanent eye damage and shit from that. Yeah. um, Like, eyesight damage. This kid nuts. had
0: to go to jail for 13 years to become oh successful.
1: <laughs> it's ridiculous. And then there was another guy four years ago who was executed, wrongfully executed, four years ago. Who? I forgot for the same name. thing? No. Oh. Uh He was wrongfully accused of murdering someone, yes, um, but he was in jail for 26 years and was executed in 2017 wrongfully. Four months later after his death, they found out that he was innocent. (sighs) Yeah, it's garbage. After appeal, after appeal, after appeal for evidence to be um, tested and tested. And then they were like, no, we can't do that. And then they killed him and then they found out.
0: You know, I'm not, like, I haven't put much thought into, like, th- the death penalty. Like, I, I, I don't have an opi- enough of, of an opinion to say I'm for or against it. Yeah, me neither, but. But I, the only reason why I think we should not do it is because of the chance that we might have been wrong.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's, like, if, if we're wrong, yeah. at least, like, 1% of the time, yeah. we shouldn't be killing people.
1: And you know what's still fucked up? That, like, I forgot what state it was. I think it was Arkansas. Arkansas or Kentucky. No, I'm saying, like, from my memory. um, The last time they executed somebody before that guy in 2017 was 2005. So they were wrong after how many years of not executing somebody? You know what I mean? No, what do you mean? I'm just saying, like, from 2005, they didn't execute anybody. Yeah. So they had no reason to, you know, whatever. And then... 2017, they execute
0: him and they were wrong. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That kind of <laughs> you is. know, like the first time they do it in like yeah. X amount of years, and they're they're, they're wrong. D- yeah, it sucks.
1: Like how sucky is that? <laughs> and like that oh, family, man. like I just he was holding his innocence the whole time.
0: I just don't like how they execute people.
2: I, yeah,
0: I don't like how they strap you down to a chair and inject you, and you watch the people around you as you fade. Yeah, I'd I'd like to get shot, please. If, oh, I, yeah. if, if I have to be executed, fucking shoot me. Why does
1: it have to be, like, melodramatic put like that?
0: <laughs> put, me, put me in a, a lead room with a gun and let me shoot myself. Yeah. I would not want to be strapped to a chair, injected, and then just, I have to look at, because they, they'll invite your family. Yeah, I know. And, and, and they, anybody who wants to attend. And they watch you through a glass yeah. window.
1: Like, literally anybody who wants you to wants to attend. That knows you, <laughs> just like come on in. It's so stupid. I I honestly, it's pointless to have the death penalty because th- the death row vi- uh, people aren't even there. Like it's like, n- it's not like you go on death row I for f- a week and then you die. Yeah, you're literally there for years.
0: I feel like I'm going crazy right now. just trying to put myself in that position of yeah. being.
1: I'm telling you, you have to read the life of life after death book. Like being it's lo- so good. <sighs> Because oh, he so talks about that. He talks about, like, his mind, his mental state in there.
0: But, like, I'm, like, yeah, sure, in the cell, I imagine it's crazy. But, like, moments before they put the needle in you. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. Like, th- th- these pale green walls are the last thing I'm going to see. Or when the fluid is in your body and you're like, I got 15 seconds. Like, that's got to be the most, re- oh, my gosh. Well, I I want to know what that's like, but well, I don't want to do it myself, you know?
1: That movie Trial by Fire. You've you talked about that? it to me It's before. so good. It was about a guy who was wrong, wrongfully accused of murdering his family because the house caught on fire. And he was wrongfully accused of the murders because they thought, like, he didn't let his kids out or something, and that's how they died.
0: Do you remember in Colts Neck, the murder that happened? Yes. Like, the uncle, like...
1: Yes. It, there was, like, embezzlement issues in go- so, well, between w- the two brothers.
0: I can't... I want to I explain it a little bit as far as I know, so people don't know, I don't know who wouldn't.
1: And at the time, this was right down the street it from was, my job. Yeah, it was, like, on the
0: news <laughs> in California. Like, everyone knows about this. But, like, this guy, they're going to make a Netflix docu- documentary about this guy mm-hmm. in, like, 10 years. Maybe. Watch it happen. This uncle went into his brother's house s- and a lo- stabbed his children. Yeah. Like, imagine being, f- like, four or five, I don't know what they were, but let's, let's just say. Imagine one being, was
1: five, and or one was f- Five or six, and one was seven or eight?
0: Imagine being five years old, watching your mother being strapped down, stabbed, and then imagine watching a knife go inside of your sister's body, and then watch it going inside of your body. Like, imagine the fear. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, because the whole thing was, the whole way this came about was, there was a huge fire at this mansion in a very wealthy area of where we live, or around where we live. And so it's a wealthy town, everybody's got a mansion. So this mansion was on fire. Everybody's like, oh my god, like, this never really happens around here. You know, like, fire inspections and si- shit in those mansions are excellent. So, like, they're like, what the fuck? You know, so it was it was called as arson, because they found a gas tank. Like, the red gas tank, like a fucking idiot, because he doused the house in fire, like, in gasoline. But So he was trying to cover it up, but he stabbed everybody in the house and then lit it on fire. And the only person that lived was the father, who was this guy's brother, and apparently they owned they owned a company together, and I think the brother was trying to steal from it the uncle he was trying to steal from it, and the brother found out, so they were trying to liquidate assets and all that shit and then like the uncle just fucking lost it it's It's really sad.
0: Where's the uncle now? Is he arrested or did he kill himself like <sighs> what's going on with that?
1: No, he's in jail. Is he in jail? Yeah.
0: I figured, like, if he knew that was going to ha- happen, he would have, No, like he's not that
1: smart. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
0: he's just scared.
1: If he was smart, he would have fucking did something with the gas can.
0: I can't believe that.
1: Yeah, I couldn't believe that either. But, yeah, um, A Trial by Fire is another good, like, wrong accusation type movie. It's true, too. It's completely true. And um, that was, like, tough for me to watch because there's, like, your, d- you know, the relationship between the guard and the inmate is, like, really hostile at first, but then, like, the guard and everything starts to feel bad for him and stuff, and he's like, maybe this guy is innocent, blah, blah, blah. And, uh... Yeah. It's really good. It's a really good movie. But, yeah, it's it's really fucked up. You I really don't think that the death penalty helps anybody.
0: <laughs> you know what movie makes me want to be in prison? No. Shawshank. It's, <laughs> like, yeah. they're really... They just look like they're having fun over there. <laughs> I thought you were
1: going to say that movie, Let's Go to Prison, but you never saw it because I've never it's seen I just... It has that guy, Dax. What's his face? Maybe... Did, I think
0: you might have... No, you know, you started playing this. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. watch it, though. I had to do something. Yeah, something. it was
1: Dax and that other guy. I forgot his name. He's in The Conjuring.
0: But, um... <laughs> I don't know. It's like, speaking about, like, life purpose, it's like some people have such a little purpose that they would rather get arrested so yeah. they can... Oh, yeah. But can you imagine having so such little... Like, as far as I know... American prisons are the worst like ever like they're, they're so horrible. Can you imagine hating life so much and having no purpose such little purpose that you wanna be in a like a, a five by eight cell yeah. for the rest of your life just so you don't have to worry about anything
1: yeah
0: what the there's hell? um
1: there was a it wasn't a documentary but it was like a mini series, and like I don't think it got like it didn't get approved for like more like funding. Um, but I forgot what it's called. It was like five, six years ago, but it looked pretty good. It was like somebody went undercover in a jail, like as a guard. And, um, so they got the job as a guard and this person's like a fucking like, uh, like DA dude, like in another state or something. And he went like in the South and went to a jail, got the guard job and everything. And he's like, dude, he's like, this made me want to quit my job.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like not the guard job, like his DA job. Yeah. Cause he's like, it all trickles up. So he's like, I feel like I'm guilty for this, you know, because he's like, I work for the criminal justice system, you know, and it it made him like really fucking depressed and shit, like seeing what's going on in there, like with inmates, with females, with males, with everybody. It's fucked up.
0: It doesn't make any sense. No, it it, doesn't. Because, man, I, I hate that, you know. We we do it sometimes. I mean, I don't think I do. I probably do though. So I'm I'm not, you know, absolved from it. But we do it, our parents do it, our peers do it, our employers do it. We look at the world and we think this is the way it was always supposed to be. As if this is it. This yeah. is exactly how it is. There's so many ways, so many versions of how the earth could have went and how society could have been built, and it went this way. Mm-hmm. Um And when people say, that's life, it's like, no, it's not, that's life. Yeah, It's what we chose to do. Exactly. So it's like, we don't have to do it this yeah. way. It's, I, it's so stupid.
1: Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and it's funny, because I started listening to System of a Down again, like their old music, uh-huh. and it's just, they're so spot on. And this is music from the I'm 90s. not going to be able to...
0: Cl- Recall any songs?
1: I like know like a lot of their lyrics, and there's a song called "The Prison Song," and it's literally, um, his name is Serge the singer.
0: No, his real name is Serge. Yeah, Serge Tank.
1: Whoa, S E R J, S E R J, yeah, but no, S E R J. Yeah, still, but um, his Serge. Yeah, oh, like Sergio. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but no, because his real name is like super long, so it's just Serge. Okay, but because he's Romanian. Or Armenian, sorry. He's Armenian. But anyway, um, he was, the song's called Prison System, or Prison Song, and he's talking about the prison system in America. Yeah. And every single thing is a true fact, and it's just nuts, you know, because he's putting, like, factual things in the song. And uh, it was, ugh, the one lyric, it was like, minor drug offenders, um, like, are in jail and you don't even flinch. And then, yeah. like all your taxes are going to oh, something like that, but it, it's like all true, you know. Like there's no lie. Like it's not like oh he's assuming. Like it's literal truth. <laughs> so just listen to that song. <laughs> What's it called? Prison song. Prison song. The prison song. The prison song. It's on the Steal This album. Album. Okay. But uh, really good stuff. I would say if even if that's not your type of music, just read the lyrics of any of their songs because they're very political, but it's very true. Like yeah still now
0: <laughs> uh, we have a lot of things like in uh the last uh, or the first the <laughs> the mm-hmm. first last the epis- the screenshots episode that yeah. was posted, Johnny's movie recommendation was for oh yeah yeah network yeah and in, it's still I think valid. nineteen seventies he From said the right 70s, yeah. yeah and he was saying you know how much he was saying that the or the writer was saying that like this is gonna happen, mm-hmm. and then like in like it the next happens. in the next five years <laughs> it was like oh okay well we they were here um and same thing with uh 1984 and Animal Farm, mm-hmm. and that's bro. I'm just gonna get so fucking angry. Uh, it's why like when I when I talk about or I I don't talk about when when I see or hear people talk about um like all these new policies they want yeah and all these uh new ideas and things they want to try or put in place. I'm like, do you not see how it's like a slippery slope? And now let me explain it with uh, a hot t- button uh topic which isn't the mo the, the hottest right now but uh gun control. People mm-hmm. talk about guns. There's a lot of people that say we don't need guns, take the guns away. We uh guns are stupid, uh they kill people, blah 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 blah. And I'm like
1: So does alcohol, but, but that's not illegal. Well
0: I don't even want to go I, know, I don't even, even want to go into uh the the set, the argument guns don't kill people, people will kill people. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. What I'm gonna say is uh, how can you see there being a future where we definitely won't need guns?
1: Yeah.
0: it's As I'm saying, it's a slippery slope. I don't and see that. I, I feel like the majority, right? Not the minority. The majority of people will be better protected with weapons. Absolutely. I mean, like, um, the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. It's just slippery slope, The ones
1: that are in the minority that say that they don't want guns, they're afraid of fucking everything.
0: It's just that, like... Yeah, and I'm like...
1: They're hypochondriacs. They're people who never leave their homes. I don't think... So they don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah, I don't think it'd be a good idea. Like, look at all these countries in all of history where their government was horrible to them. Mm -hmm. You don't think that can't happen again? Right. You don't think it's happening right now in some parts of the world. Right. You the people that are saying, you know, remove guns are the same people that think it's happening in their own country. Yeah. It's like a lot of Americans are of the mind that their government is tr- is against them and they're trying to take over and they're also saying, "Oh, but take my guns away." Right. It's so it's like that s- doesn't make no any sense.
1: sense. Um that's like other countries like their police don't have guns, but yeah. their people do. And also, like I don't, so,
0: I don't know how, you know, likely this is, but even in the event that like there's a foreign threat, like if China comes to do a Red Dawn and lands on our property, like yeah, I'm gonna want a gun. I might yeah. die in two seconds, but I'm gonna kill one of them too. Yeah. Like
1: I think that's that's not even people's thought. It's really just if somebody fucking breaks in my home, I need to defend myself. That's
0: actually my last thought. Um, of course I want to, but in New Jersey, mm-hmm. no matter what the circumstance, if you shoot someone in yeah. your home, own home know. while they're shooting your sister, right, you go to jail. Yeah, I know. Doesn't matter. I'm mean, like in every state, you probably go to jail like to for a certain like extent, four yeah, hours to get you like some armed another person with the Yeah, wars. but like you know what you have to do in Jersey. If I own a gun and it's let's say it's in my room, mm-hmm. someone breaks into my house doesn't even want to steal things. They just start shooting everywhere. I have to leave my house. But I can't even take my gun with me because I'm yeah. not allowed to take my gun out of my house.
2: Yeah.
1: But then you can't shoot S- it in your home at the person.
0: So I it's a it's a show it's, it's a paperweight.
1: Yeah, it's a catch twenty two and it's useless. That's why I don't want to live here. So it's like That's why I don't want to own makes, weapons here. That's why I don't, I don't want know, to own anything it here. It makes no sense, man. It doesn't.
0: But anyway I don't I don't understand when people say, you know, Take o- like take away my guns because we'll never need them again. Yeah, you. I don't know, man. It's so ridiculous. I don't know about that. But then the other thing, it's like when we um. It's
1: like take our hospitals. We'll be fine.
0: <laughs> when they uh, other other things, um, I'm trying. I'm having a hard time thinking about an example because I'm like all heated about this gun stuff. But when I I said this, I don't not a phrase, but I said this to you a while ago about um, you should include people in things, right? But you you need inclusion without intrusion. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you make you know, okay, like the, the Boy Scouts thing, right? Hell yeah. Women and little girls should be able to do everything that the little boys are um have the options of doing. Absolutely. If I had a daughter, I'd want her like doing all that shit. Yeah. If if she wasn't learning at the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts, I'd be teaching her myself. Yeah. Um But I do think it benefits little boys and little girls to have separate times Absolutely. with you know, the little boys and the little girls. Yeah, it th- not it everything, means a lot.
1: Not everything has to be integrated.
0: So And then then people say, oh, no, include every everyone. And then it's like a slippery slope to can, a lot of things, you man. Can, you like, can
1: include everybody while still being separate with some things.
0: Yeah. I'm allowed to want camaraderie right. with my fellow man. Yeah, And you should be allowed to want that with your fellow woman.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> but then that's, that's not even not that big of a deal, though. I mean, like, there's others. It's there's, not, but people will there's, make it there's other. Like there. There's other way worse things. Okay, okay, slippery slope, right? When uh, they start banning people off social media, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people are probably better off not heard, honestly. Yeah,
1: I know. But But it's the whole point.
0: It's the slippery slope. Listen, there's a lot of people I don't think, you know, I a lot of people I don't want to listen to. I would never try to remove them, but I don't want to listen to them.
1: But you know what? You also have that choice not to listen to them. And that's where people fail.
0: Well, no, no, people aren't. (laughs) Upset because they're listening to them. They're upset that the person they don't like, yeah, is gonna is gonna influence somebody else, which makes sense. It does, but you can't remove them, right? And it's a slippery slope because one day they will come after you.
1: Yeah, if they remove one, they're gonna remove others.
0: Yeah. So, and when people like are are celebratory over removing people or censoring people, that is so ridiculous. It's so bad, and the the same people that celebrate over the removal of people from uh, their platforms or just like cancel. Okay. The cancel culture without trial. Mm -hmm. It's like people that celebrate that are the people that are like talking about how we don't want. Okay. Holocaust, right? Mm -hmm. That was horrible. Nothing like that's ever happened again and be, I, there's actually one instance in Africa with the United Kingdom, I think. They did something horrible, which not a lot of people know about. You should do some research. But other than the Holocaust, not much of anything like that has ever really happened. And people don't want that to happen again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they think the way to make sure nothing <laughs> super bad like that happened again- is to... Censor people to remove people to get rid of people. It's like, don't you want to know then, who you're supposed to be afraid of?
1: And then the next, th- yeah, and then the next thing that's going to happen is they're going to re- remove certain literature, they're going to remove certain yeah. things that are being said, like on podcasts or certain podcasts. And yeah. that's why I just bought Fahrenheit 451 so I could read it again and Anthem, yeah, from Ayn yeah, Rand. She's great. So, both of those books, in my opinion, go in tandem um, with each other. And because if you haven't read Anthem, I mean, it was in my school reading in high school. Yeah, and then uh, same with Fahrenheit 451. Didn't they take those out of the curriculum now? I'm not sure. Or were they not the two?
0: I don't know. I know they I took out
1: know. To Kill a Mockingbird and Catcher in the Rye because they were
2: inappropriate.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> just I just never understood the argument on both sides of the censorship because like okay, do Because here here here's the sides. So like, if you're censoring people, you're probably the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're censoring. The bad guys, and you're let's say you're the good guy censoring the bad guys. You've you've just made them camouflaged. Yeah. Now you don't know right. what they're talking right. about.
1: You it's it's so stupid. It's contradictory.
0: Like let the bad guy be an idiot. Yeah. And talk about nonsense.
1: Exactly. So
0: you know it's happening. Exactly. That's
1: why, like in high school and stuff, like if anybody's talking shit about you, let them. Don't try to censor them. Let yeah. them.
0: And then you, because and then, the and truth's then, gonna come out anyway. And then you can feel free to publicly. Shame them. Exactly. But don't don't remove anybody. Yeah, you
1: can't tell people they can't speak. Because that's a very, like you said, a very slippery slope.
0: Yeah. And when people say, Oh, well, you know, it's uh free speech but not free of consequences. A consequence for your speech should not words, be yeah. removal from society. Exactly. It's that's that's not Haven't you
1: ever heard of sticks and stones may break my bones. What the fuck is wrong with that? That's you? not
0: free <laughs> speech. Being removed from being allowed to speak. Yeah is is not a consequence of free speech, That's, right. then there wouldn't be free speech. Yeah, exactly. You know, a consequence of free speech is having people argue back. Right. That's a consequence of free speech.
1: It not You being, shouldn't be arrested. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> or <unless> taken
0: <laughs> off a platform. Unless you're threatening somebody. Unless you, you incite violence, yeah, <laughs> <you, laughs> it's, probably, hurt it's probably a little scary. Yeah. Um. There's something you said, two, like, two seconds ago.
1: Inciting violence?
0: No, 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 no. No, Some. Keep going back. Um, Because I... Oh, what did you say? Oh, my gosh. Because I didn't didn't completely agree with it. I don't remember what it was.
1: Uh, It wasn't about the books, right?
0: No. No. It was literally like two seconds ago. I don't remember. remember. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Damn it. I don't know. It was something that I didn't totally agree with and I want to talk about, but I forgot what it was. I forgot, too. But... Anyway, I... Oh,
1: did... Like w- when I was saying, like you can't get arrested for speech.
0: I don't think so. Oh, Okay. I don't think it was that. I could hear that. Be careful. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with the Velcro. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't it? Wasn't that? It wasn't. You can get a arrested for speech. I have no idea. <laughs> I. It was important f- to me too.
2: Sorry. Ah oh, shit. <laughs>
0: Let's talk about free speech again. Let's talk about free speech, I speech don't again. Know. Um,
2: I
1: don't know. I think that just just people are. Oh, was it the sticks and stones thing?
0: Yes, it was the sticks and stones things. Because I know you're you were just saying that's a one off. Yeah. Um, but I don't entirely agree with sticks and stones and break my bones. Words will never hurt me because.
2: Well, yeah, words
1: can obviously hurt people. Although but
0: sticks and stones are the last thing you're going to see, mm-hmm. words are the things that start. Right. Start it.
1: Right, and they stick with you longer. Yeah. However.
0: Well, I, I think even on the grand scheme of things, people say words are strong, like the pe- pen is mightier than the sword, which is true in s- in, in in some in, in certain contexts. Because, like I said, sticks and stones are going to end the wars. Um, the pen is going to start them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then people are like, oh no, Mark, it's usually a uh, an attack or violence that sh- that starts the war. It's like, but they attack happened because a pen convinced somebody it was a good idea. And then the pen survives when the war is over. Yeah. So the pen is mightier in the sense that it's almost like building things out of stone. It's never going to go away. Mm-hmm. But the sticks and stones cause, you know, absolute violence and they usually end, you know, yeah. end the wars. I
1: just mean more in the general sense where like if somebody calls you like <laughs> like I don't know, like a derogatory word
2: who fucking
0: cares? Yeah, well, that's what I remember. I remember made a video about that, Who saying, fucking cares? "Yeah, when someone says something about you or to you or whatever, it's like you have to judge whether or not their their opinion or their, you know, power will have any effect on you." And nine because times out of
1: ten, it doesn't.
0: Like, well, yeah, for for an average person, nine times out of ten doesn't. But like in some circumstances where it's like a coworker starts, well, yeah. spreading rumors,
2: yeah,
0: that's a problem. Or if someone you don't know, let's, okay, I'm a YouTuber, right? Let's say, I hate saying that. So let's say, uh, pick a YouTuber, some random guy, let's
1: Jake say, Paul. Uh,
0: okay, <laughs> let's say Jake Paul. Um, never met him before in my life. Uh-huh. Set just in a f- five seconds of a video says that my podcast sucks. Uh, uh-huh. I'd probably get some subscribers. You probably would, but it's like.
1: But it might also be the opposite because you have there's to, fans you of his to, that might unsubscribe. What I'm
0: saying is, there's judge me. I have to judge how much power the person speaking holds yeah. and what kind of merit there is to what they say. Because I strongly believe that no matter who it is, if they're saying something about you, even if it's through anger and most of it isn't true, there's fact rooted in what they're saying. Um, And I have to sit there and reflect upon that. And I don't do it very often I should do it more. If someone's saying something negative about you, there's a reason why they came up with that idea. And it's not because they imagined it. And even if they might have inflated what they're saying and it's not as true as they want it to be, there's a piece of it that's true.
2: Yeah,
1: I don't agree with that. Why? Because you're gonna tell me that somebody who just calls somebody like a fucking F word is there's truth behind that?
0: No, like an because actual gay? No, no, like like an actual insult. Like like um if someone says something like uh, an ob- an observation about who you are as a person.
1: Oh well, yeah, but
0: like if, if it,
1: th- it could also just be rooted in jealousy.
0: And I'm not talking about like a random guy on the street saying, "Oh, fuck you, you you look weird." Like I'm not saying like that. <laughs> I sound like Johnny yeah, when I said that. <laughs> um,
1: well, but like hanging out with too much. Even if it, <laughs> like, if somebody's like, "Oh, like you're a lazy worker," like they could just be saying it because they want your hours. Like it doesn't mean that it's true.
0: But I'm saying there's, there's a reason why they said that, and that's why you need to reflect and find out where the merit is coming from. And you could find out through reflection that there was no merit because mm-hmm. the root of why they said that could have been because they want your hours, whatever you said. They want your mm-hmm. hours. So that means zero merit. Oh, okay. But there's, I
1: thought you meant like there was always a... Like, uh, always no, no, there's,
0: a, I'm saying there's always a reason why someone's saying it, and that reason's rooted in fact. And it's up to you to decipher what that reason was. Mm -hmm. And that, but I believe most of the time when people say something about you, it's because there is a flaw that you have and it might not be a flaw that you have to fix because it might be fine. It's just a flaw that that person doesn't like about you. Yeah. I can give an example, um, not a real one. I'll give it like a a fake one. Um, if let's say you don't work out a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's say you're so you're, you're morbidly obese. Mm hmm. Um, no one, no one calls you fat ass. No one calls you, um, lazy. Mm -hmm. Someone, um, is just upset with you and says, and you're at, you're at work and you go home after, uh, getting fired and your dad says to you, you're so undisciplined. Mm. So why is he saying that to me? Mm -hmm. I worked, I, I felt like I worked hard, um, Maybe I didn't. Did it have to do with work? My dad doesn't see me at work. Why is he know? Why does he think I'm undisciplined? Yeah, I understand that. So my lifestyle right. is shitty. Right. Um, so there's there's always a reason why people have the, have an opinion about you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important to sit down and figure out what that reason is. Yeah. You know? That's, that's all I'm saying. Um, but then the circumstances, like you were saying, yeah, some, sometimes people have selfish reasons why they're saying things. Yeah. But even then, there's still a reason why they're saying it. They're not just saying it because they want to expel oxygen.
1: Right, but it's more or less for their own benefit.
0: And I'd like to know that if that's the truth, though, if yeah. that's the case, um, yeah. I think I think it's important to 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 do that.
1: Yeah, I think like because my friend from high school, like he, um, he dealt with some really like really like negative like racial shit, like when he lived um in the south with his dad, and uh, he's He was like, I got called so many names. Like, he got got called the N word. His father got got called the N word Mm -hmm. every single day by their old white man, white old man neighbor. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: he's like, it never once really hurt me though, because he's like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? You know, like, because he grew up knowing that his skin color could trigger that. Yeah, unfortunately, and his father was like, he's like, honestly, as long as they don't physically touch you. It's a fucking word. Yeah. You know? Now, obviously, that word does hold, you know, a very negative connotation, obviously. Yeah. I'm not downplaying that, but it's just, like, you choose how you react to that, you know? And he told me, he's like, I fucking laughed in the guy's face when I was, like, 14. Yeah. You know? He's like, I didn't care enough, you know, to, to give that old man my time of day. I was like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah, You know, I, think I know not everybody thinks like that, but... It's, it's, a, it's a word you know and I'm not downplaying I, reading, well I but understand
0: what because you're going back to you saying that like sticks and stones right um, but
1: I'm just saying like people are going to be fucking mean yeah you know they're going to be disgusting to you they're going to be mean they're going to be nasty and you're going to have to deal with it <laughs> that's how I think of it
0: Yeah. I mean like I agree with you a lot with what you're saying I do also think though um, people have the ability to pave the way towards your sorrow you know? Well, yeah. You you have to make choices, but uh, people make it easier for you to make those wrong choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm like, a lot of that have to do with childhood, too, how you were raised and, and what you went through. Yeah. And it, it, it opens different avenues inside your brain to c- to feel like it's easier to make this choice than that choice. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, and, like, he didn't have, like, a peachy life either, you know? Yeah. Like, his mom And that's sucked. probably why he didn't care. Yeah. Like, his mom you know? sucked. He's like, I'm used to this. Get yeah. out of here. His mom's yeah, exactly. Like, his mom sucked. His dad was basically a single dad, Yeah. And which was, on, like, not a thing.
0: Now, if his teacher said that to him, uh-huh. he'd definitely react differently. I don't know. You know what? You're right. I can't say not Yeah, you can't say definitely.
1: Because I really don't think he would.
0: I have a strong opinion that this guy that I have never met before in my life <laughs> would probably react differently if his teacher said that to him than a random yeah. old guy. Yeah, but I'm know, telling
1: you, like, it doesn't—maybe if it was, like, his best friend—
0: I'm, I'm, I'm not if saying
1: someone had, he sees like once a day, he's not, you're not
0: I'm not saying he would do anything about it, yeah. but it would definitely be in his brain a little bit longer. Maybe,
1: but like, um, wow,
0: someone's able to say that to me when I've done nothing, but you know, give them love.
1: Yeah, maybe. So, but he also, yeah. and like going back to what we were talking about way in the beginning about self-worth, he knew his self-worth. Yeah. You know, nobody could fuck with that. Yeah. And he was fucking 15, you know. Where Which is he is now? What's he doing? So cool. Um, I haven't talked to him in like a while, but from the last I knew, he's living in I think Texas. And oh, lucky son
2: of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> and
1: <he laughs> I know he's like in Joe Rogan's backyard. No, yeah. can you um, imagine? No, he's actually like he's hey on Joe. like a ranch. Like he lives with like oh, is his he dead? is he
0: is he a ranch rancher?
1: Pretty much. Is he a ranch? Is he a ranch? <laughs> no, pretty much. Like he um, that's he, cool. Like he has like farm animals and shit. Yeah, he's always been like a like a farm kid. That's awesome. But um. But, yeah, I was friends it's with him. Work. I, I still am. Like, I'm acquaintances with him. But, like, and we were never, like, best friends. either. But we talked a lot in, in, in the classes we were in because we fucking hated him. <laughs> um, so we became friends that way. And then uh, he was thinking about going in the military and stuff like that. And he ended up not going in the military. And he's just running a farm now.
0: He's running a farm. <laughs> pretty
1: simple life. Pretty cool.
0: De- well, simple, probably, but very hard. Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Not saying farming's easy at all. Imagine. <laughs> My mom used to, um, they had a farm. When she was younger. And she was out there. That was, like, her job. <laughs> so so she cool. was, like, nine.
0: I used to want to work on a farm. But not, like, as a career, just, like, for a summer.
1: Yeah. I, w- I, want, I wanted to, yeah.
0: But, like, now that, like, I actually have things I need to do.
1: <laughs> now that I have lower back issues, I can't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, I I, I, I. like. Man, I'm speaking about, like, hobbies and stuff.
2: Hmm?
0: Speaking of, like, hobbies and stuff. I was talking to um Austin. Mm-hmm. actually. And uh he was basically telling me he wasn't telling me, like he wasn't preaching to me, but he was saying this stuff to me 'cause we were th- we were in a conversation that like, I feel like when you get older you just all your life is his work. <laughs> and I'm like, Austin, you know that like
1: You know who you're talking like, to, right?
0: <laughs> he spent the entire last time we were working trying to get me. He was like, Mark, tell me something good. I'm like, Austin, I don't fucking know. <laughs> And then the next day we're working, he's like, I feel like once you hit a certain age, yeah, yeah. all you so do is mixed. work. I'm like, why would you say that to me? Yeah. You know, I'm, you know, the kind of person I am. You're yeah. saying that trash yeah. to me.
2: He just
1: is so funny. But
0: uh, no, it was funny because in the same day, he was also tr- like being positive. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what your, what your mission is here. What's your objective? Please.
1: <laughs> I don't think he has one. He just goes with whatever but, he's um,
0: thinking. <laughs> yeah. I, but he's kind of, I think mean, he's right. I mean, yeah. like. There was, I was watching Rogan today actually, and it was the Dave Chappelle episode.
1: Oh, I didn't listen to that one yet.
0: And they were, they, Joe was saying a line from a quote. I'm quoting Joe who quoted somebody else, (laughs) and I don't know who it was, but the the quote was, you're
1: paraphrasing.
0: I mean, like, it's only like five words, but I'm still going to say it wrong. (laughs) But it was like, um, most men. Are and not not like males, but like Hello. humans. Most men are, um. Silently, not screaming, but I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> Sorry, I just
1: imagined like somebody just like <laughs> with their mouth wide open and no sound coming out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why? Why? What? Is it silently screaming? Oh, oh. most men are silently oh okay, um, wait, no, that's not it <laughs> um, oh wait, is this it on words uh, no, I don't know it was it was basically saying that most men are 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 silently screaming out in desperation, like and I think that might have actually been it like they're silently screaming out in desperation because. They they want to feel like they're worth something. They want to have meaning. They want to have purpose. Mm-hmm. Yet they're just waiting to die. Mm-hmm. They're just going day by day by day. Yeah, and and they're silent and they're in so much pain. Mm-hmm. And and so they're silently screaming out in like desperation. And I don't think that's exactly how the quote was, but
1: well, I mean, yeah, to a certain extent, because like you're just put here by some random human. That's your mother and your father. <laughs> You know, and I know we talk about that a lot, you and I.
0: Yeah, quiet desperation. Qu- <sighs> <sighs> this sucks, man. And I don't want to, like, put a damper on things. I mean, like, I don't know. I keep saying, I mean, like, I got to stop saying that.
1: That's why, um, and, like, I don't want to make this a long, drawn-out conversation about it, but. No, hell yeah, let's do it. No, <laughs> that's why I always say, like, having kids is way more selfish than not having kids.
0: I was talking to um, John Old School Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, two days ago, yesterday, I don't know, um, about having kids, and I think he has five,
2: Mm.
0: and I told him, because we were talking about selfishness, and I was telling him, whenever somebody calls you selfish, the word selfish is flawed, because in most cases, you could say in both ways. If you say I'm selfish for something, I could say, yeah, well, you're selfish for having that opinion, mm. like, about whatever that is. Like, right. if, um, if I want to take off a of work and I don't want to cover my friend, they're saying, why do you got to be so selfish? I'm like, well, aren't you selfish for wanting me to cover you? Like, right. you could always, it it, er, almost always, it goes both ways. So, when having kids, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. I say having kids is selfish because you can't ask a child if it wants to exist and shame on you for putting that on them. Mm-hmm. And then it's also selfish not to have a child because it's your duty as a human to continue the growth of civilization of society and of the human race. So it's selfish to do both because you're taking away from someone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to you to think what your individual morals are and what what's more important. What, what, What's the lesser of the two evils, or what's more important, whatever. So yeah. you could always put it both ways.
1: My thing is, there's always going to be people having kids, so why do I have to?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, Dave Chappelle said this on the show. He said he said that if you genuinely think you're a good person, please have children. Um,
2: yeah.
0: And everyone's going to think they're a good person? I don't think so. I think everyone's going to find a way. to. Bl- if they... Don't If they're asking themselves, okay, I can only have kids if I'm a good person, and they say they're not a good person, it's probably because they don't want to have kids. Um, I think most yeah, people... Yeah, but
1: they might have some d- qualities from their parents that they're not happy about and they think it's going to reflect on their kids.
0: I think most people would say they're a good person. Uh, I am sa- I mean, like, 97% of people mm. would say they're a good person. Um, that's true. So, I don't think that's a... Self-validation. That's a, it's a good way to say whether or not you should should or should not have a kid. Yeah. But um, I understand the idea where it's like most most people aren't going to ask themselves that question yeah. and they're going to have children and a lot of people have children uh, by accident and yeah. you could end up being a really good parent. That's not what I'm saying. Right. What I'm saying is most, I don't want to say most, a lot of people that have kids by accident could have been amazing parents if they had a kid five years later. Mm-hmm. They weren't ready and now the kids fucked up, they're yeah. fucked up. It's it's not a good situation.
1: Yeah, or maybe they're lucky and the kid isn't fucked up, but it's still, like, you're never really going to truly know.
0: Um, But they're saying, like, people are having kids that shouldn't have kids because they're not good people. Right. It's like, if you're a good person, please have a kid because you're going to make better people. Um, but you never really know, mm-hmm. you know, who is or isn't good. And it's, it's it's a lot to ask of somebody.
1: Right, and some really bad people have kids and they're good, good people, so.
0: I don't know anybody like that. No
1: you know what? That has
0: bad parents and is a good person. I do. Yeah, what are they like?
1: A normal human.
0: What are the parents like? Drug addicts. I don't know anybody like that.
1: Yeah, Yeah, both of them are drug addicts, and one's in jail.
0: I don't doubt that. That's not true. I just. I know. I know. I don't know anybody like that.
1: But then there's also people that grow up in you know a white picket fence home and are murderers.
0: Hell yeah! A, a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you is know? it true that like all documented serial killers are non-black? No, aren't like most of them white?
1: Well, yeah, most of them are white. fucking crazy. White fucking prissy boys, but
0: I wonder what the sociological re- or that, yeah, sociolog- sociological reason or psych- psychological reason why. People growing up white end up becoming more serial killers <laughs> than non-white. That's interesting. I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a book on it somewhere.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Because it's true. I wonder if that's only America though. I wonder what like Sweden's like. They don't they don't have a large uh, non-white population though. I don't think. No. I don't think so. I'm not gonna act like I know. I don't think I they don't would know. because I I don't know. I feel like they don't. I feel like um like England. Has a large non-white population, so I wonder what uh, if white people are the dominant uh, serial killers there.
1: Yeah, know. it depends on where you are.
0: You know, what ch- you know, what drives me crazy that we have no idea who the uh, Jack the Ripper is. Isn't that that's in- that's like in- one of England's most famous oh, serial yeah, Jack killers Ripper from like, and then? We also don't know who the Zodiac the killer 1600s, is. The 1600s, the Zodiacs, awesome. Not him. This like the story is incredible.
1: He's great. He's no, great. I, it's just boring him. to me. I don't know why. Bro, it's
0: so good. It's if you guys, boring. If you guys go He's on. He's boring. Shut up. <laughs> go on somewhere. Look up the movie Zodiac with Jake Gyllenhaal, Rob Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo. It is such a good movie. And, bro, no, watch it. It's good. I was so happy with I'm it. I'm not saying
1: the movie's bad. I'm movie's saying bad. that just the whole story of, of the Zodiac killer is boring.
0: Really? How much like, do you know about it? <laughs>
1: like, yay! You made your own language. So exciting!
0: That is really exciting.
1: <laughs> I guess Tolkien made like eight
0: languages. Look where he is. I, <laughs> I mean, know. he's dead. But no, look but where he is. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he's dead. I don't know. He was in the First World War.
1: Oh, I have no idea. How would I know that? I
0: think it was the First World. I know War.
1: nothing about those books.
0: Bro, he's bro. He's so dead. I don't <laughs> he's know. He's outrageously about those deceased. Books. <laughs> um. Well, no. I think, like, The Hobbit came out in the 40s. Or 30, oh, really? Or 1938.
1: Oh, I didn't even know it's that old.
0: Oh, yeah, it's old. And he didn't publish it until, like, he was in his 40s. To be
1: honest, I thought it was written around when Harry Potter was written.
0: <laughs> no, Tolkien's <laughs> the grandfather of that type of fantasy. Oh. Like, there's a chance Harry Potter wouldn't exist without Tolkien because whatever inspiration, um, what's, what's her name, Rowling got mm. for Harry Potter even if she didn't get it from Lord of the Rings, she got it from other people that probably were inspired by Lord of the Rings. Mm. Like, there's a, a, I would put my entire life savings on the fact that there's no way, if you go through all the different, you know, degrees of separation... Well, yeah, that, they're similar. ...that Rowling didn't somehow get inspiration from Lord of the Rings f- through other things. Yeah, the, yeah, they're similar. Tolkien is the fucking king, okay? Hold on now. I gotta find out how old, how old he was when he first published his book. How old was... In When he published, or, okay, published The Hobbit. 45 years old. So all you guys out there who are still trying to search out, search for their dreams and search for their purpose and their meaning, Tolkien, the most, I don't want to say most, because Rowling is technically the the highest paid, and Stephen King's, like, the second or third highest paid author in the world right now, but. Wait, Stephen
1: King didn't beat her?
0: Well, because she owns Harry Potter. She owns Harry Potter, whereas Stephen King, license licenses his his stuff to people Mm -hmm. she owns every single time you buy a Harry Potter something from like Hot Topic she gets a piece of that gross so she's the highest paid I'm not saying she's the most popular yeah but she has the most money um but Tolkien is the most influential author of the 19th or the 20th century Mm. hands down I I don't know a lot but I I feel like that's gotta be true (laughs) Holy shit, man! <laughs> All the things he's influenced. Yeah. Um. So anybody out there who's still looking for their purpose, the most influencer, in- influencer, influential I think I said that wrong again. Uh, author of the 20th century didn't publish his first book until he was 45 years old.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, like before that, he was still very successful because he was a professor and he made languages. Mm-hmm. But like no one cared about him until you wrote. Did a he
1: study dead languages, or did he just make his?
0: Probably, name? well, a lot of the languages that he wrote were like Frankenstein languages from other things like French and English, and yeah, like I, well, I don't think much of English, but like French and I guess Latin, and but then he would make his own words and be like, oh, this is a cool word. Uh, how would that m- make sense in the lexicon? Like,
1: oh, that's that's like in a Clockwork Orange. It's so hard to read. Yeah, because. <laughs> the author made his own vernacular like in the sense of like certain words like the whole the whole books in english but it's british terms and russian terms mixed together and it's yeah. fucking weird and i literally had a download i'm still on like the first chapter like i, d- I don't want to read it but i want to read it cuz i have to you know it's like yeah, one of those yeah, books yeah. i have to read and um I literally had to download like the glossary or whatever of each word that's in that yeah, book, that's only I would so think. I know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, like, cause you can't even guess. No, you know? of course not. You're like, oh, that word might mean that. I have no fucking clue.
0: See, <laughs> although you could learn the entire languages for Tolkien, like you learn every language in its uh, entirety, mm. um, he doesn't have much of it actually written in the books. Yeah, because so it's cause no one stupid. would know. <laughs> no one would know what the hell he's talking about. Some of it is. Yeah. But you would have no idea what he's talking about. But you could like it's an entire language. And he made so many languages that even so the basically the main villain, Sauron, um, he his that he has a character in the book who in order to allow his henchmen bas the orcs, his henchmen basically to be able to communicate, he mixed elvish and orcish. And made another language, and it's called, I think, the the black language or the dark language, and um. So he he not only is he Frankensteining real languages, but he's also Frankensteining his own languages <laughs> to make new languages. So it's like, what is, what is going on? He was brilliant.
1: What if this guy just had like multi personality disorder, and each one spoke a different yeah. language, and he was I, just like writing it all down?
0: <laughs> that be that's a crazy crazy idea. I kind of I envy him though. Because like to be able to create a yeah, universe to, like that, yeah,
1: you have to have like have a mind like holy no other. shit!
0: I'm like I have that's ha- a genius in so I feel like himself. I have the capacity to do that, and I and I feel like I have. In I have that world inside my head, but then to write it down and to be able to like yeah, do it so neatly in a way people are you know gravitated. You know, towards it? Yeah, oh, I have yeah.
1: no, I have none of that in me. I don't care to, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I have no passion in that whatsoever. I was I was, talk- I was to. talking
0: to Ricky about, we, I don't know how, how we got onto it, but about uh, Mario, uh-huh. and how I was like, you know, it's kind of crazy how Mario is actually an incredible story. Can you, Im- Amanda, can you imagine, okay, the sores are huge, okay? Who are the only people that are going to go down there? Plumbers, right? Unless they that some other random shit goes on, but plumber. Okay, go down, go down. Plumber goes down there and fights alligators. That's crazy. But now that's kind of what Mario is. Now think of this. You know, all right, you know the Paris catacombs. Yeah. Okay, think about how the it, it floods down there, and they got to make sure the foundation doesn't crumble. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they got to send a guy down there to survey the catacombs to make sure you know things are up to code. Nothing bad's gonna happen. Um, so he goes down there. He maybe goes down there once every five years. Um, cause you don't have to do it too often or whatever. So he goes down there, and it's dark. There's no lights. He's got he got he's got a flashlight, and he hears a noise. Now no one's down there. But he hears a noise. And he goes and he, he looks, and he walks over there. And then the, through his light, he sees a shining, which is a puddle, is water. And he and he follows the light to the water, and he sees this hole in the wall, and and it's kind of crumbly. And he goes to it, and he touches it, and and, and, he, and it more of the rock crumbles and crumbles and crumbles until there's a hole about the size of a small child. And he looks in and it's completely black. And he takes one step in. He cr- he's crawling now. He takes one step in, and he looks behind him, and somehow he's already 10 feet away from the hole. He takes another step, looks forward, and he looks behind Now he's 20 feet away from the hole. For, so for some reason, every single step he takes is like 10 feet. Mm-hmm. So he decides to keep going. And after about 20 steps, he can see light. And on this other side of this tunnel, there's an entire forest with fruits he's never seen, animals he's never seen, a, a, a really bright blue sky. And he looks, he turns around, and an entire mile away, there's a small light. And that's the Paris Catacombs. This isn't supposed to be here. This forest is not supposed to be here. What would you do? That's Mario. Mario. What the fuck? It's an incredible story, nope, but it's a kid's no, game. I
1: would never think that.
0: It's that's what's what it is though. I guess. I'm mean, like he. Not that Mario went to the Paris Catacombs. <laughs> no, I know. But, like, but I
1: don't think about it that way. I'm just like, okay, video. I'm video just video. saying <laughs> it's like
0: all this like writing stuff like token and shit like this. Well, yeah, it's that. An, it's actually an, it's an incredible Mario's an incredible story and no one talks about it. I don't know why I picked up on it today, but like, like what would you do if that happened to you? Like, if you went there and you would you turn around and try try to go back or would you want to explore?
1: I'd go back. I don't care.
0: So you'd go back, and what if you were never able to find that place again? Oh well. Really, you yeah. have that because I'd mundane be too scared.
1: A- no, I'd be too scared to never be able to get back.
0: Well, then explain that to me. Don't just say I don't care, whatever. Explain that to me.
1: I would tell myself not to care because I've seen too many horror movies, and corridors exist. What's that? Change when when you turn one way, and then you turn back, and then the door's not fucking there anymore. It's a hallway. Yeah. So <laughs> fuck that shit.
0: God, it'd be so it'd be so scary.
1: Yeah, I would not do that.
0: That's basically what Mario is, though. Isn't that Isn't that funny? I guess. I mean, he he finds his land and he and he he's morally obligated to save a princess.
1: <laughs> I guess so, yeah.
0: But um, that's crazy stuff, man. Look, thank you. Thank you for doing this.
1: You're welcome.
0: I like how we were like, hey, let's have a we're we're, we're gonna do this episode. Yeah, you got a lot to talk about with Amanda. Amanda's doing a lot of new stuff. And we just, like, took mushrooms or something. This, this episode, bas- we didn't, for anyone wondering. <laughs> but basically, this whole episode was like, you know what? Let's talk about, you know, God and politics or whatever. I don't know. I had a lot of fun.
1: I don't think we mentioned God.
0: It was, it was, it, it was hyperbole. Oh. It was a joke. <laughs> I mean, like, we're talking about. Yeah, bigger cr- things. Crazy stuff. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Manny Kenberg. My, my wife. Not my wife. That's not true. Please don't get excited, (laughs) Tim.
1: Yeah, please don't do that.
0: No one...
1: Somebody's going to be like, I heard. I didn't. (sighs) No,
0: that's not happening. Not not yet. Ow. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm the only one in these headphones that hurt.
0: Yeah. I'm the only one in these headphones? I hope so. There's only... How are you going to fit somebody else in there? (laughs) Shut up. Dumbass. (laughs) the hell is this? Um, This is love, guys. I kind of don't like... I'm having fun. Like, I don't want to end this, but we got to end this. Okay. Just because, you know, it's time. I'm getting tired.
1: Whatever you say, YouTube boy. Don't call me YouTube boy.
0: (laughs) Why would you do that? What does that even mean? It's
1: either that or lotion boy.
0: No one knows what that means. You're just saying it. people are gonna think I'm jerking off all the time. <laughs> no, you just said no, lotion no. boy.
1: No, it's when I, my back tattoo was getting done and you <laughs> had to put lotion on it. I <laughs> can't believe you just
0: called me lotion boy. People are gonna think oh I my just god. Told them oh why. my god, Mark, Mark's a chronic masturbation.
1: I just told them why. You were my Asshole. You were my
0: Yeah, I had the... personal that's right. yeah, yeah, back Amanda's tattoo messages. Amanda's is my cheese girl. <laughs> She's sh- when I when I cook I make her shred cheese.
1: <laughs> it's awful. <laughs>
0: Was because I don't know what happened, but we when 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 we started cooking again,
1: no, it's because I didn't like cooking, so you would give me like the most no no the but, easiest but thing to do I'd have
0: you do oh sorry, I'd have you do stuff, but when we started cooking again, more people started like coming around the house, so they were so busy that I couldn't like move around and tell you what to do. I was like, all right, you stand in this one place and just shred this cheese, <laughs> all right, there's too much going on, um. That's it. Stop touching
1: me. Now you'll be some block <laughs> boy.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Go check out uh, Screenshots. Tell us what you think. You know, new show.
1: Yeah, it was fun.
0: It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. You know, we're going through some growing pains. It's a new show. We're trying to figure things out. We're going to try to get a second camera. Don't know if it's going to happen. We're going to get there eventually. I, I don't know. It's I'm great. I'm excited
1: for the horror movies.
0: I'm excited for the horror movies, too. Because that will be there for um, The Conjuring. I know people always talk about have a niche when it comes to like podcasts or really anything, but I think it's cool to have like a variety of podcasts, but you know, MGC is not going to stop, and screenshots we're going to uh, try to keep going for at least half a year, 26 uh, episodes we're going to do and see how we are. Um, we make it to 26 episodes, then we'll reevaluate.
1: Johnny's going to hate you by the end of this. He's going to have to drink some. I'm so going to hate Johnny. <laughs>
0: you, know, was, uh, uh, you ever hear about my uncle, Fester? <laughs> Shut up, Johnny. I've had enough of he's your like, uncles. He's
1: like, I have to drink every week. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's like, oh no, I don't have a problem with drinking every week. Like, I was like, what do? Then but why there are you complaining? There has to be a cap on. Yeah.
2: Though.
0: Go go watch that episode. It, it we review mu- movies and we have lists of words, and we don't know what the words are. When one of us says the words, a uh, bell goes off. I'll do the bell real quick. Did it go? Oh shit! Wait, hold on. <laughs> I forgot. There you go. The bell goes off. I'm gonna take a shot. Um, it's a lot of fun, and we're gonna do that once a week. We're gonna do this show once a week. Um, it might change in the future. We're, we're we're we'll see what goes on. We're having fun here. Come support us. Come hang out. And that's I think that's about it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And I will uh, we'll see you on the next one. All right. Thank you, everybody.
2: See ya.